0: Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party and Apex Legends podcast, hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? I'm going, it's going
1: really good, Shay. It's been a busy day uh, for you, yeah. (laughs) It's been a busy day. I've done a lot of fun stuff today, work and holiday weekend, but, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll have more updates for people as more details get confirmed about what I've been up to,
0: but it's fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We got a fun episode, though. Today we are breaking down the latest news in Apex, talking some ALGS stuff, and kind of taking account of the season so far. Has it lived up to the hype of and kind of what we were expecting going in? Uh, we're at the halfway point, so this is a fun kind of time to take stock of what's going on. Before we do that, though, we want to make sure you join us on Discord to ask questions for the podcast, chat Apex, find teammates, and receive third-party updates. Also, please follow us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter at Kirk Rude O'Shea and at HB Burrison. Links for those are in the description.
1: One of the biggest benefits of supporting the show on Patreon is all the bonus content. We have this full library of exclusive episodes that have never been released to the public but also every single episode nowadays has a pre-show behind the scenes so if you're interested in getting some uncut awesome henry and Shay banter about apex star wars life marvel big kenobi chat
0: before today's show so Mm -hmm. that's
1: exactly how you do it so head over to patreon check it out we appreciate all the support and thank you
0: with that though let's dive into the news First piece of news, the ALGS team shop is now live featuring team branded banner frames and skins and the epic and legendary variants of being available. Uh, A portion of each sale actually will go to participating teams as well. So this is kind of the first time we've ever truly seen the esports teams get integrated into the shop in this way. It's something other games have done in the past and we've had some episodes kind of talking about and asking for stuff like this to happen. Uh, so h- kind of how it breaks down, though, is July 5th to July 12th. You got 100 Thieves, TSM, Crazy Raccoon, Cloud9, and NRG will be in the shop. So if you want to pick those up, get them now. And then from July 12th to July 19th, you got Navi, Alliance, G2, Complexity, and Team Liquid. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Crazy Raccoon, by the way, a team that's available in this first week, they're not as, uh, I, w- I don't want to say not as popular as a team. There's not as popular as a team in America, but they're a Japanese Apex team uh, with a South Korean roster that's earned 180K in winnings to date. So uh, they don't mess around. Very good team over there. And um, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to pick one of these up, but they got a really sick banner. Uh, what do you think about this though?
1: Yeah, I-, I love this. I feel like we've probably been waiting for this for over a year. You know, this is something yeah. we've been discussing for a long long time so to finally see it and see it done pretty pretty great i think yeah, it's something agreed. to celebrate um you know i think the next step of something like this is if this is successful this could help increase prize pools increase tournament offerings increase mm-hmm. just availability uh for apex legends esports so this is a big deal long awaited mm-hmm. and will definitely have repercussions that will determine the future of competitive apex
0: are you picking up any of these are you going to be repping any teams in the near future (laughs) um
1: i just made that big purchase of the heirloom you said you just got the
0: heirloom so it's hard it's hard to double down i know you're a hundred thieves guy though so um, i had to ask um, i'll be honest with you a hundred thieves probably when i would get to If it wasn't a Havoc skin, I'd feel Ah, a lot more inclined. I break my heart that we got the Havoc on that one. But yeah, it's truly uh, an amazing addition to Apex. I hope it leads into more in the future, as you mentioned, not just with the esports scene, but creators all around as well. Uh, And just more integration between the communities and the game itself. We love seeing stuff like this. It's amazing. Next piece of news, though. Uh, Some not-so-great Apex news is that uh, Twitch viewership has dropped by 37% in June. So total watch hours dropped from 81 million to 50 million, which marks the lowest figure since December 2021. Uh, A little bit of credit to this is uh, that we had the record-breaking ALGS streams in June, uh, but despite that, the number of people actively streaming Apex did drop 13% in June. Additionally, you kind of had some... Streamers such as Lulu uh, go out on some shows talking about how they're not super happy with the state of Apex. And so generally kind of been a negative month for public perception for Apex in that frame. Uh, Put it in perspective, though, other games have seen some changes in June, but nothing major in comparison to that 37%. Warzone down 8%, Fortnite 6%. Valorant is actually up 1.5% in June. This is kind of the first time we've had to have this news, it feels like in a while they've been breaking every record, having the best seasons for a long time. Um, what do you think leads into this, honestly? I mean, this is a pretty significant drop. Something's happened.
1: Yeah. The and I don't think it's fair to assume that it's just one thing. I think there's a lot of totally. factors at play mm-hmm. here. A couple of them are Twitch has kind of been under fire recently. People are nervous about Twitch, they're trying to change policies. I think that mm-hmm. could, uh, maybe account for some of the loss of streamers on Twitch playing Apex, uh, maybe starting to consider other options like Facebook gaming or YouTube or something else. Um, but this is also something that we were nervous about on the release of season 13. Like with the rank changes that you're implementing, people that play every single day are going to be drastically affected. Yep. And so When you start seeing less masters, less streamers hit the goals that they are used to hitting, they're probably gonna, you know, get a little cold on Apex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, At the same time, this is also a seasonal trend that as it gets hotter out, we go into the summer, people are playing less Apex, streaming less Mm -hmm. Apex. So I think that could uh, account for some of the change as well, like in the other games. This isn't the end of the world, but I think that one part about the rank changes is something to definitely look into as we go into the second split and we come back for the next season.
0: I definitely think that is the the thing to focus on right there is the rank changes because, yeah, I'd love to chalk things up to kind of like, you know, other games doing stuff, but that really hasn't been the case. And while other, like we kind of said, other viewership's gone down, it's nothing's been as major as Apex. So obviously there is something kind of just outside of, all the variables that we could, you know, chalk it up to. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, next month and then on season release. How's it compare to this most previous season? All that kind of fun stuff. Just looking at the state of Apex uh, generally all around. So it's a little, it's a little weird. And uh, you know, we always talk about Apex being a bit top heavy as well on Twitch in terms of the streamers. So all it takes is, you know, one or two folks to, you know, kind of make a big decision and, uh, you know, those numbers could continue to decrease. So fingers crossed because great game. Hopefully nothing like that happens and uh, keep supporting your favorite streamers on Twitch. Next piece of news though, a little weird news, honestly, but we got to talk about it. No apex August uh, has picked up a bit of traction after being spawned from a subreddit post. Uh, Apex players have been looking to protest Apex due to a number of glitches and issues this season that have not been fixed. Uh, I mean, let's be honest, though, about no, a- like, no Apex August. Not likely to pick up much traction. August, that's when we're supposed to launch the next season. It's going to be tough to have people not play at all. Uh, I can pretty confidently say that uh, Henry and I will probably not be supporting No Apex August anytime soon. Uh, and I respect the... Concept of trying to express your frustration, you know, of the game in this manner. Um, but I'm not sure this is the best time to do it. And asking for people to take an entire month off is a realistic way to uh, express your feelings.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was really shocking to kind of see this come up on the timeline. Um, I thought it was kind of entertaining. You know, we have struggled with how Apex has changed over the last six to 12 months. Um, trajectory has just shifted a little bit. How they balance things, how they plan to release content, what the priorities are, has changed. And so for long-time players, having a little bit of frustration to those changes is natural. But the fact of the matter is, the game is in a really great state. It's as Mm -hmm. popular as ever in terms of concurrent players. It's a top game on all consoles. It's, you know, well-balanced when we look at pick rate like we did uh, last week. So things aren't as bad as maybe they have been in the past you know there's always people talking about audio and little glitches and things like that but Mm -hmm. that has kind of been persistent uh and so when you compare things that maybe are are new or better now than they were a couple seasons ago we're not in a horrible place where we need to be boycotting everybody's favorite
0: game so that's my thought I think that's very fair. Uh, I I get the frustrations. Like, you know, you put out a mini patch and the game starts crashing for a lot of people. That's tough and too bad. Um, But obviously, they're not going to leave it in that state for a prolonged period of time. They're going to fix the game. Uh, You know, we are not developers. I can't speak to the difficulty of doing so. Uh, And so I won't judge people on the time it takes to do so. Uh, but speaking of that, if you are kind of one of those people really frustrated by bugs, Karen, a senior community manager at Respawn, she kind of shared a Trello board on Twitter. Uh, if you want to go check out her profile that has links to the bugs the team is investigating and the ones that have been resolved and they're continuing to look into. Uh, included in this list is Lobus Tactical, not working on Stormpoint, and it's near the top of the list. So hopefully we'll get something like that fixed soon. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I just Man, my thing is, if we, you know, whenever we get a new map at some point, please work. Like, please work yeah. from the get go on a new map. That's that's really my ask with Loba because at some point, we're just gonna have to call for like a change of an ability. If the ability doesn't work during updates and half the time consistently, uh, she's in a tough state to play on a certain map right now, and that's too bad because she's a character you and I are truly really big fans of.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I haven't really been able to play her with confidence this entire season, mm-hmm. which is really sad, um, but I've been enjoying some others and back to my Gibraltar roots. So it's <laughs> all good. But yeah, th- this sort of transparency on what's a work in progress over at Respawn is always really interesting to look at and you're not going to find that with other games. So, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy that little peek behind the curtain.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, next piece of news, Respondent EA have responded to a very popular Reddit post requesting for cheaper bundles of Apex coins being available and has added a 500 Apex coin option to the store. Obviously, that coincides with the ALGS team shop being live and you can buy one banner for 500 Apex coins. So obviously that timing lined up What well, coincidentally very perfectly. Love it. Um, but yeah, nice little bundle. Obviously, you know, if you want to get your 500 coins, you can do so now. And then last piece of news we're going to talk about today, but we're at the halfway point of season 13, just about. And beginning of the season, Henry and I made a wish list for the season as a whole. And I kind of wanted to go through that wish list, list everything off, kind of take account of where we are now in relation to that list to see maybe what was an unrealistic ask, what actually happened and what maybe we can hope for in the back half of the season. We're going to start off with the top one, which honestly was one I think we were really nervous about, but we asked for the R301 to not get nerfed heading into the replicator and to be cheaper while we are at it. Um, I don't think we were going to ever predict the crafting or the replicator changes that ended up happening, though, but the R301 did go in. No nerf. (laughs) Yeah, no
1: nerf like the Flatline got in and out, regrettably, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah, didn't expect uh, us to get kind of a a rotation out of the replicator at the season split, but Mm -hmm. I'm happy about it. And, you know, being cheaper is something that I think we could continue to talk about. Um, You know, 30 crafting, get some ammo, get the weapon. Um, Right now we have the wingman in the car, and Mm -hmm. they are just out of sight, out of mind. It's crazy how just 30 crafting materials and putting it into a replicator across the map just completely makes these weapons disappear. And so I believe that's part of the intention of doing mm-hmm. these rotations. Totally. But it just blows my mind that it actually works, that you take a mm-hmm. weapon that is beloved like the R3, you take a weapon that's beloved like the wingman, and you can pretty much make it disappear while still mm-hmm. being accessible for just 30 crafting materials. It's, yeah. it's crazy to me.
0: It's wild. I mean, and I will grab one of those guns every time I play ranked, like pretty much if I want to. And so, as you should, it's there. But if you're playing pubs, which a lot of people do casually, a lot of people, you know, don't really want to spend the time replicating in their pubs matches. And so, yeah, you really just don't see it as much. It's quite crazy. Um, next item on our wish list. This is a little bit more of a fun one. We wanted Newcastle to come in and be playable, and then have no follow up nerf. I don't know how we define to be playable at the beginning of this season. Uh, do you want to say Newcastle's in a playable state? And I only ask this because I I do like the legend. I think he's a ton of fun, but he's obviously fallen lower on the pick rate scale. And so I think I just wanted to kind of take account of what we define as maybe be playable yeah. as a whole. Um, mm-hmm.
1: You look at the legend popularity, you don't really call Newcastle a slam dunk legend release. Mm-hmm. But if we count our definition of playable, meaning that he offered a useful, unique gameplay feature that fit a underserved uh, category of legends, being mm-hmm. defensive, yeah, super. Like, a, a great legend, fun to play. Um, d- definitely didn't need a nerf, which is good. I, I think that's yeah. really nice to not see those early nerfs when legends mm-hmm. are really popular at the beginning because you don't want to be in a situation uh like seer was so i think we, really we, we received this seer life
0: yeah mm-hmm. i agree i agree i think this was fulfilled uh our next item on the list uh the rank system to make sense and my own mind this is a can of worms i don't think we need to dive into no. the depths of it right now um Overall, though, at a really high level, would you define this like new rank system we're currently working in, not only maybe as a success, but one that makes sense in the direction that we're going? Because I'll speak first and say that I do. I think it makes sense in terms of the direction that they want to go and seeing hearing the game designers say, hey, we want Apex ranked to become the grassroots for esports scenes and stuff. That makes sense to me. That vision makes sense to me. Is it the best thing for the game? Is it affecting the viewership on Twitch? That kind of stuff, I think, is another question that can be continued to look at over time. Uh, But overall, it does make sense to me, at least the direction we're moving. What about you, though?
1: The rank system has already been through a lot of change over the last six, nine months. Um, Mm -hmm. The changes this season alone have been pretty drastic. You you Mm -hmm. can say... We're experiencing growing pains. But I have a fear that we're just going to walk back everything that we've done. You know? Yeah. Like, we took a huge stance at the beginning of the season saying, ranked is for teams. Mm-hmm. It really is. The entire if ecosystem. You're
0: not top 10, you lose. Mm-hmm.
1: Big stances. And so I worry that, you know, those stances get eroded. And we just go back to everything as normal. Yeah. And I'm I wasn't super upset with how ranked it ranked was. Maybe mm-hmm. some people were, but I would just see that as a bit of a failure to implement new systems with ill advised goals that didn't work mm-hmm. out or weren't actually wanted. Mm-hmm. So I have some concerns about that, but I do think the direction makes sense. So we got yeah. something there.
0: If they definitely, if they walk it back, I will 100% hop on that wagon of, yeah, we're looking at a bit more of a failure, unfortunately, which would be too bad because it would just be like a random season kind of thrown in the gutter to a point. Um, So hopefully this is the direction we're moving in. Externally, they are expressing confidence internally. We'll see what actually happens uh two legend requests we wanted some lifeline love and a mirage buff the mirage buff i think we're going to ask for every season um whether it's serious or not so i'm not going to give them too much gripe for that not coming through but we did get some lifeline love this season uh maybe like slightly unexpectedly as well honestly because we didn't think we were getting it at the beginning of the season but from you know, balancing changes to town takeovers entirely. Like she definitely got some love. Whether those balancing changes are, you know, the best of the best, I think is very much up for discussion. But she got some attention.
1: It was needed with Newcastle releasing, and we got it. I, I love the town takeover. I love the battery in the in the care package. So
0: check. Pick up the pace a little bit on these ones. In depth patch notes. Would you say we hit that bar? Not really. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Devstream. No. Uh, we wanted Dead Ice Tempo gone. We're still rocking with Dead Eye's Tempo. Uh, <laughs> we wanted a supply drop to chance. We wanted the charge rifle in, the bow in, and the G7 out. I think that'll be a pretty consistent want each season going forward. We obviously didn't hit any of those. Excited to talk about the bow on Saturday's episode as well, by the way. Uh, we wanted a strong gold gun rotation. Would you consider this a strong gold gun rotation right
1: Extremely now? Extremely strong.
0: Agreed. One of the best. Agreed. Uh, we wanted some energy weapon love. Um, I don't think we're getting that. And I will say, spoiler alert for uh Saturday's episode, least I've ever run energy weapons uh this season. So
1: it's tough. They're in a really mm-hmm. tough state. They definitely mm-hmm. need some attention, but the vault being packed and major. That's hard. That's a real yeah. big obstacle.
0: Uh we wanted an explanation on the fortified uh coming back into the game. Kind of. Oh, it kind of got yeah. that. So, I, we got do we want the, we can chalk it up as a win, I think, for them? Yeah,
1: <laughs> we didn't get a kind of design, a new take on the perspective from the design team, but mm-hmm. getting the nerf to the fortified headshot, um, yeah, was something, and then introducing a new legend that had fortified pretty much solidified that. It's necessary and fair. Mm -hmm. And we designed Mm -hmm. a whole new legend within this new ecosystem of no longer Mm -hmm. having low profile, having regrets for hitboxes, but they intentionally made a legend that was larger, gave them Fortified. So in that way, even though we didn't get a couple paragraphs or a dev stream about it, we got it affirmed that Fortified is necessary to the gunplay Mm -hmm. of Apex.
0: We also wanted the Town Takeover check got a great one in lifelines i would say really excited to play on olympus maybe come again for ranked and drop there spoiler alert and we wanted cross progression and custom lobbies both of which uh did not come uh cross progression man any day now uh if we go by the original originally announced schedule yeah. so um you know i i wake up every morning <laughs> hoping to see that tweet uh but <laughs> we're getting the cross progression coming yeah Uh, but yeah overall i would say some wins some losses uh and i'm excited to kind of maybe either look at this at the end of the season and see where we ended at but also to keep doing this at the start of next season i think there's kind of a little fun thing to look back at what we wanted really the supply drop and weapon stuff is i think what's really interesting because we kind of know that's actually going to change some of the other stuff we're kind of just wishfully thinking for um but yeah Maybe the G7 will come out sometime if we can mix up the uh, supply drops mid-season, or the uh, replicator drops mid-season. Maybe we can mix up the supply drops for the moment uh, for Henry's enjoyment. (laughs) Someday. Before we get into answering some questions, though, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Okay, we're going to wrap the show up by answering some questions. If you want a question answered, ask it on our Discord channel, meant for questions, or to guarantee it gets answered on the show, leave it in the form of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Our first one is a five-star review coming from Melee Cool. What do you guys think about mouse and keyboard on console? From a weekly listener, keep up the great work.
1: I personally don't get super involved in the <laughs>
0: whole input wars. Um, No, make a firm stance, Henry. Share your beliefs. Cause controversy. Actually, let's clip this, put it on Twitter right after this.
1: (laughs) My honest truth is, I don't really care what input you use. Apex is such a complicated game that there's so much going on above just aim or movement that I'm not super concerned. You know, Mm -hmm. Shay and I are controller players playing on PC and we still hit record you know ranked splits and increase our kd so i'm not super concerned and if this is something that people want okay you know i would say kind of majority rules on a situation like this i don't personally feel like this would shatter the competitive integrity or the fun of apex
0: yeah i mean there's advantages and disadvantages and both directions and so hopefully it balances out i think there's definitely arguments to be had uh either direction uh i mean like you said we're both controller guys so we're obviously biased to the controller we've done a really in-depth episode on aim assist as well which is definitely worth the listen if you are still curious on it um so you can go back check that out if you want but yeah i mean it truly doesn't bother me. The only thing that gets me is the moving while looting on a death box. That's like the only thing I, as a controller player, look at. And I'm like, man, man, oh, man. I can actually feel that in my game sometimes, it it feels like. So besides that, though, I got no gripes. And I love that I got a little help for my thumb. So,
1: Yep. Next mm-hmm. question, another five star coming from dbchmmf. Does that mean something to you, Shay?
0: No idea. No idea. It's a great name. Do you want to make up an acronym for it? Not like, really.
1: Wanna... <laughs> it's a great name. Whatever it means, I love
0: it. Dang but Beast could have my muffins. Hopefully, for real. it's appropriate, Shay. <laughs> but
1: to the question, they say Since I found your podcast, I've been listening through every episode, my whole 10 hour shifts at work. A little debate me and my teammate constantly have is a good one. If you could take a passive, tactical, and ultimate. From any legend to make your own, what abilities would you merge? For example, my opinion is Seer's passive, Fuse's tactical, and Lobe's ultimate.
0: Man, this is a fun one. I feel like we get this occasionally. It's been a while, though, and I think our answers change each time. And obviously, we have new legends also come into the game uh, that you know influence this. I always just go with like, what's my dream, essentially, of like, what do I always want in games? Balk passive, I think it's the best passive in the game. Incredible movement. Alpha passive is hard to beat. Uh, The Gibraltar bubble as a tactical. Anytime is incredible. We talk about how unmatched it is in every way, shape, and form. Uh, I don't have as hard of a stance on the ultimate, though. I I think Ash has a really good case now as the ultimate for just being able to truly get on top of people, spur the moment, anytime. Uh, So I guess I'll go with that. Yeah, I'll go with Ash. What about you? I think
1: you're right that we don't really think about ultimates uh, as much. Like last season, we -hmm. did the best passives, which I think is a really good episode. We talked about Valk for sure, even Gibraltar, Bangalore, all being pretty Mm -hmm. top tier. I think uh, Sierra was up there as well, so that's a good Mm one. Um, Tacticals, Gibby Bubble is very strong. It's hard to argue against Mm -hmm. that, but I really appreciate the Fuse perspective uh, because that's a really fun one to
0: use. Agreed.
1: You know, ultimate wise, it's tough. You know, I think you a could go directions a lot of you ways. Can go in. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you could even have fun, and if you were to combine a legend that could fly and bubble, at that it's point. Crazy. Just take Mirage's ultimate, you know, like <laughs> true, you yeah. Really maximize that combo of being able to have mm-hmm. a life with the party and be able to do all those things. Flying decoys everywhere.
0: <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun. Oh God, that'd be that'd be something else to to witness. Yeah, I think that's a good one though. Or you go the defensive uh like you yeah. go the defensive route as well and say, like, you know, I Watson's ult with like a um, I don't know, say rampart tactical, and then you mix in some other passive and you like whatever you want to get that best combo is there. It, tons of options you can go. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, next question, another five-star coming from Ben. Have you seen the leaks that say the double tap will be back next season? Which almost definitely means the G7 will be coming out of the care package. Question one is do you think the G7 can still compete with the 3030 and the triple take? Question two, what gun do you think will replace the G7 in the care package? Um, I mean, I'll just be honest like, we haven't really been monitoring leaks lately. Uh, haven't had the time, honestly, though. And I will say, not caught up on stuff, but I'm enjoying kind of the surprises that come with things of not, uh, kind of knowing and assuming what comes in advance. So, yeah, haven't seen that. Um, you know you can speak to the G seven though coming back how you think it might compete if it ever does come off the ground or come out of the pack
1: when the g seven <laughs> comes back, whatever <laughs> uh, yes, it's gonna compete with all mark Suns, without a question
0: um,
1: mm-hmm. you know the thirty thirty really falls apart in a close quarter situation um, the g seven does not because of the rate of mm-hmm. fire, magazine size, even the reload speed is really competitive when you compare it to a full reload time on the thirty thirty. um so yeah the g7 is just gonna be awesome when it comes back comparing to the triple take is more interesting um i think the g7 is going to be better honestly um i think the ammo use of the triple take was a massive nerf to its ability to just put out lots of shots and the small nerfs to the choke time also make that second and third shot not be able to hit for substantial damage so i think dps wise the g7 is probably going to outperform both of those options because Mm -hmm. its second third fourth fifth shot are going to do more damage than either of them
0: and we'll see what state it comes back in but like, our favorite thing was all you needed was common mag to carry it to end game, which yeah. is just a huge loot advantage. So, yeah. If that gun comes back, when that gun comes back, it'll be top tier, 100%. Totally. Nice question. Um, I, Wait, whose turn is it? I totally lost. Is it I'll, you or me? I'll hit
1: this one. Okay. This okay. one's going <laughs> from Discord from Salifus Lee. What are your guys' thoughts on Seer's rise in ranked play? I think he has been insanely slept on and provides a ridiculous amount of information for literally free.
0: Man, this is a good one. We talked about Seer on behind the scenes as well. Uh, and to be honest, we'll probably talk about him more after the ALGS when we kind of see does that you know pick rate that we're seeing in you know, scrims and high levels of ranked translate into like, actual esports play once money's on the line because it's easy to talk the talk but can you walk the walk once it kind of comes down to it but henry and i over here have been kind of seeker fans and proponents for a while we were the ones disappointed with the huge nerf he got you know coming off this his season release uh and so yeah i think him coming back it's a little weird it's always weird when a legend rises in popularity kind of out of nowhere um you know i've seen. People like Nicewig taking the TikTok and saying that the ability to use the tactical to cancel Gibraltar res is a huge reason why he's being played in, you know, high level play right now. And uh, we talked about the passive being such a big get as well, kinda like because what Lee is saying, you know, ridiculous amount of information for free and that you're gonna avoid getting third party, you're gonna avoid having someone rat on you. So there's obviously some nice reasons to place here, and I'm not even mentioning the ultimate when I say that, but what are your kind of thoughts on this one?
1: The change or the increase in popularity is completely out of left field. doesn't make a lot of sense, like Shay said, we like Sear. We don't play Sear because mm-hmm. Seer isn't a super fun loadout like the the kit isn't super entertaining. Um, it's definitely a more strategic, slower paced playstyle. Um, you know it's very difficult to point to the Current weapon meta, or the map in ranked, or uh, you know, there was no changes to Seer's abilities, so the ecosystem around Seer hasn't changed at all. The only thing that is kind of meaningful is that some of the best players in the world, Imperial Hal and his Watson, have mm-hmm. been liking Seer, and so mm-hmm. if that can contribute, mm-hmm. like to more players enjoying Seer and playing him in ranked. That's pretty awesome. You know, we've seen some similar things in the past happen with Horizon and Caustic in very similar Mm -hmm. situations. But if this is a repeat of that, it really brings up so many big questions about then how do you balance? You know, if it's just very subjective over what legends are popular and powerful, how are you going to balance for fairness? Like, Seer isn't, you know, the number one Mm -hmm. legend right now, but went from bottom in desperately need of buffs to now having a 60% difference in pick rate Mm -hmm. from the beginning of this season without any changes. So if there were changes, that result would be a huge win to bring Seer up into the middle of the pack of Legends uh, in terms of popularity. So whether or not you know how this happened is kind of (laughs) irrelevant. It's more so, what do we do now with Seer and other Legends at the bottom who... We may think are fun to play but just aren't popular
0: yeah it's a great question we kind of talked about a little bit on the pick rate show last week in terms of going into how does public perception impact pick rate and Mm -hmm. this is kind of what we're seeing right now and so that's why i'm i think the timing is also so great for us to kind of look into it with algs coming up to see if this is real if this is a true actual thing that will impact the game at a high level because If the pros say it impacts the game at a high level, whether we like it or not, it's going to impact rank, and then it will trickle down. Um, That's kind of order of operations. We were Henry and I were out here saying Valk, Valk, Valk from release. It took the pros though to kind of say Valk, Valk, Valk for that to trickle to everybody else. So you know, it always is a little weird to kind of see the growth of a legend over time. I'm really interested to monitor see your overtime. Next question on Discord coming from Gargaman. Uh, Hey, can you do a weapons ranking episode sometime? Love the pod. Tune in to Saturday. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about weapons on Saturday.
1: Um, we don't really do tier lists for weapons or ranking all the weapons at once. Um, we've had a lot of fun doing light versus heavy weapons. We've done episodes just talking about like which sniper is best, which shotgun, SMG, mm-hmm. LMG, things like that. Comparing everything all at once to each other is a lot more difficult because different playstyles can be equal in power if they're mastered in, in different situations. So it's a hard ask, uh, honestly, mm-hmm. to rank all the weapons because we honestly like a lot of weapons. It would be
0: hard. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe on like a stream or like a behind yeah. the scenes or something, we could throw together a casual tier list, kind of just spitballing. But then. Yeah, you know, once we dive into numbers and stuff, things always change. So it's got to be a little bit more off the cuff if we're going to actually tear them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And
1: last question for the day, coming from Discord, Mobile Gamer God, how do you feel about the Apex community right now?
0: I love the popularity of the game right now. It's really happy to see. I think everybody is, as always, being pretty respectful and kind. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. We don't have any... uh know crazy hackers or anything destroying the game right now feels like uh streamers pretty strong overall it's disappointing at times to see like you know lulu and daltoosh kind of expressing some disappointment in the game as of late but when you play the game as much as they do it's you know kind of bound to happen eventually so understandable at least from that perspective but yeah overall healthy community Uh, i'm a fan right now i don't think the toxicity has been that crazy we haven't had a toxic meta either lately
1: (laughs) i mean i've been enjoying apex and our community has been nothing but positive you know we've been having a lot of fun running uh the tournaments uh in the private lobbies we've had access to that's been a lot of fun so i would say positive report Mm -hmm. apex community third-party community strong (laughs)
0: that's a great question though Uh, that wraps everything up for us so thank you to our producer the third party 10 who supports us over on Patreon subscribe on Apple Pods drop a follow on Spotify and check us out on Discord via the link in the description thank you so much for listening to the third party podcast we'll catch you next time peace hey now another squad coming in boom whole squad down hey brother not today Maybe tomorrow.